This is Alyssa Hoffman with Wayland TV News. Three brand new performances of low voltage have been added to the service. Wayland's all-inclusive membership community with over 40 unreleased songs, monthly performances you can't stream anywhere else, exclusive merchandise, never-before-seen photos, and a full lyrical database. The band has officially partnered with international organization No More with their song of the same name to help fight domestic violence, sexual abuse, and human trafficking. Wayland TV is streaming seven days a week only on YouTube. Text your request to Wayland at 888-111 for TRL Thursday Requests Live, where you say it and they play it. This has been Alyssa Hoffman with Wayland TV News. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Finding Our Way, the official podcast of the band Wayland. This week's episode... Brian Kellen and Heidi Cooper from Boneyard's Bloody Blend. Please give a Wayland Warrior welcome to your hosts, Philip Falinski and Mitch Arnold. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That's right, Mitch. Good day, good morning. We're here. It is, what day is it? Today is Wednesday. Wednesday. So Wayland Wednesday in the desert. I only knew know that because I had to tell myself that this morning. Really? I asked myself that same question. What day is it? The it's, day's... It's desert day. That's what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. We're, uh, we're in the desert studio today. It's the Finding Our Way podcast. And um, we have some good friends that have come to visit which is what this podcast is all about. And um, welcome to the show. We have Brian Kellen and Heidi Cooper. Hi. Good morning. Um, a lot of our, um, I guess the Whalen Warriors, I think, are probably very aware of you without knowing it. Um, they may have seen you guys, uh, I don't know, they could have seen Brian streaking across a stage or two, um, whether that be at the intersection or a festival or something like that. Um, but, uh, what, you know, I, I guess, do you remember how we first met? I do. You do? What, what, what how did we meet? Cause I could not figure that out yesterday. I can't remember. We met at the Royal. Was it? It was, it was at the Royal. It was Royal Bliss's 15 year. Oh, that's right. Anniversary. Yeah. And you guys were there. Was that that outdoor then, show? The outside no, thing? No, you guys no? played indoors. And then the next night, um, Everybody went up to Jerome and played at Diamonds. Oh, oh. God, you have a good memory. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because I, I do remember that, like, the very next week or so, you guys came to Michigan to the intersection. We did. And the machine shop. Yep. And that's when we, I, I feel like we really bonded. Absolutely. Yes. So, so you guys, um, for everyone that doesn't know, Brian and Heidi have this company called Boneyard's Bloody Blend. You may have noticed us driving around the country in a big bus that said that on the side. Uh, you may have bought the Boneyards Bloody Blend, or one of their products at our merch booth. Um, short, shortly after all that, we teamed up. And it was such a fun experience because we couldn't keep the, the Bloody Blend on our merch table. That was like the biggest challenge is that everybody bought it so fast and wanted more, which yeah. is a cool problem to have. Yeah. So, so how did you guys get into making a blend like what, like what is this what what is boneyard's bloody blend well, how do you describe it 
Well, it's a, it's a Bloody Mary mix, obviously. We have a concentrate, and then we have our new shake and serve. Um, but it started out as a, something that I made at home, and we used to entertain people. And so I would just make a batch of Bloody Marys, and, you know, I'd have my 15 ingredients out over the table. And it got to be the point where I had a decent following, and people were like, you ought to just come out with this product. And, Was it and a secret recipe at this point? Yeah. I, I did have a couple secret ingredients okay. in there, and you know, and and when you're behind the counter making something, you know, you do a little pinch here, a little pinch there, and you you kind of become a little chemist, if you will, and you play around with things. And I I think I got it kind of dialed down. Was there some missed batches uh, where you like, oh, oh this one tastes like shit? Oh. There were quite a few. Yeah, really? yeah. <laughs> we uh, really wow. We're in the packaging business, our main business, and uh, so we kind of know people um, in the co-packing arena and, and fillers and that. So we had a head start on the packaging side and where to go, where to go to have it made. But I'm telling you, when you make something at home and you make a small 32 ounce batch, and then you go to make a 30 gallon batch in a facility everything changes sure and it, it it i didn't know that i've learned a lot over the course of you know seven years of doing this now and um the first company we worked with um i think it was about the 12th iteration and they finally looked at us and said you know we don't want to do this for you this is you're just you're a perfectionist we can't do it they couldn't work with and you i said no come <laughs> on we you're, we're so close you're, you're so close we've got, got to tweak a few things and and uh, I was a, obviously an extreme critic because it was my product, my yeah, you, blend. Sure. And, uh, and we can know. relate with, with getting a song mix. Yeah. Absolutely. There you yeah. go. You yeah. Know, yeah. We've had many producers, engineers be like, no, it's great. Sounds good. It's good. Or you, we've heard the term, you know, a term that artists never wants to hear is it's good enough. Someone say, "Ah, oh, it's good enough." It's like, wait a minute, no, let me play that no. guitar solo this one is more not, time. This is yeah. not what you're hearing in your head. This is not what you tasted in your home. I love it. Before yeah. you. Mass produced. So it. I refuse to right. say those words. It's good enough. I wanted to say no. This is damn good. This is I can right. put my name on this. You know. Right. And uh, God, we started in 2013, and I don't even really think we had our first product until 14. Yeah. I mean, it was. It took a while. Um, a lot, a lot of, a uh, lot of sleepless nights trying to figure it out, and frust, you know, frustrations and packaging, trying to find the right bottle, the right label. Yeah. Yeah. And so you started this as a fun hobby. Yeah, kind of a side thing, yeah. right? It was a drunk idea. Really? That we turned into a business. <laughs> you know, I started out with it is, uh, look, what's the worst that could happen? I'm going to meet some cool people along the way. I'm going to uh -huh. make some friends. And if it doesn't work out, I'm going to have a lifetime supply of Bloody Mary mix that expires in a year. Exactly. So what's the downside, right? <laughs> Here we are seven years in, and, and we've launched some new products. And uh, it's been fun. I mean, we've met some amazing people. Obviously, we met you guys, and you've mm -hmm. helped us. And uh, here we are. We're in the desert. And, yeah, uh, and we met yeah. through through mutual friends, Royal yep. Bliss, yep. who we, yep. we toured with quite a bit. Yep, um, another group of amazing guys. Yeah, yeah amazing yeah. band. We learned yeah. so much from those guys on the road. We started touring with them, and... Um, <laughs> yeah, we got kind of a crash course real oh quick. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we had yeah. no tour etiquette. We didn't yeah. realize how important it was to get off stage when it's time to get off. And they were so They're so cool. generous and kind. Yeah. yeah. They're like... Come on, come on, boys. We'll show you the way. <laughs> Neil, you know, let me show you. Yeah, yeah. And then he wrestled us, you know. Sounds like Neil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was always done with such love, you know. Like, on that yeah. first tour, they could have written us off. They could have. They should have written yeah, us off. Yeah, you know, like, on that, those first couple shows, um, you know, Neil pulled me aside and let me know why it's important, these different 
<clears throat> etiquette things on the road. And uh, he could have just been like, oh, these guys don't know what they're doing. I don't want to yeah. deal with them, blah, blah, blah. But they were like so kind, so loving, and so understanding. Um, just kind of big brothers in the business, which is, awesome. we feel really blessed, really lucky about that. That's awesome. If you guys don't mind backing up real quick, um, just because for, for all the Whalen Warriors out there, I want them to understand um, I just I guess more of who you guys are because when we first met you, we came out to your facility, which is a giant facility, and we started playing, um, we started playing events for you guys, and you had like twenty or thirty of your top salesmen there with their families, and I mean this is a, <laughs> this is you got some shit going on. Yeah. So how did that come to be? Because you had also mentioned to me in passing that you started out driving truck. Yep. How do you yep. go from driving truck? To owning a massive company with, it's a worldwide company, right? You should, well, no, we're, we're, we're Intermountain West. We're kind of oh, okay. Idaho, Utah, a little bit of Wyoming. Um, and you make packaging products? Well, we're a full line packaging distributor, and we do some manufacturing, meaning that we're a sheet plant. We take big, large sheets of corrugate that wouldn't fit in this room, and we, we put them through a machine, and it basically spits a box out on the other end. You make boxes? Um, yeah, make, but we do make boxes. Okay. Yeah. Packaging peanuts? No, absolutely not. Nobody I call those ghost farts. They're, they're, I, I hate peanuts. But you hate peanuts. We, hate uh, peanuts. I mean, they're we a big have, mess, that's for sure. Are. And there's so many better products out there that people should be using, not yeah. peanuts. Don't use peanuts. What would be better than peanuts? Air pillows, paper. We've yeah, been getting a lot of air pillows. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of air pillows. A lot of air pillows yeah. in our With Amazon orders. Right. If you yeah. buy from Amazon, they've pretty much gone away from peanuts. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and so a lot of what you get in an Amazon box is exactly what we sell. Does this keep you up at night? It's like, oh, peanuts. <laughs> it has in the past. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, to back up a little further, <laughs> I, um, I worked for a company, uh, American Excelsior. They're no longer in business, and they were a manufacturer of peanuts. Oh. So my job was to go out and sell people on the benefits of packaging peanuts. This was a million years ago. give me a break, right? I mean, what are the benefits, you know? And here what I am. What were some of your points? 25. <laughs> yeah, tell well, me we had it. A, we had an echo foam peanut that was uh, biodegradable. It was a cornstarch peanut. It's a good start. That you could literally eat. And uh, Did you have to eat them in the sales I, pitch? I know. No, I said uh, you probably shouldn't eat them because there is a little bit of uh, PVC in there. But you can eat them agent. if you want. If you wanted yeah. to. You, you could technically. It probably uh, binds you up after, oh. after a few. But yeah. uh, That reminds me of a story but, when Mitch and I first <laughs> met. Oh man, this is great! And there was—I already know what you're going to say. We we lived in a place called Apartment 14. (laughs) It was our first apartment, and uh, there was a door-to-door salesman that came over, and uh, I answered the door. I didn't have ten dollars to my name, so I couldn't have purchased. But he was selling um, this—it's a cleaner, right? Awesome. Was it awesome? It was awesome. Awesome cleaner. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, they sell it at the dollar store. Yeah, Yeah, it is at the dollar store. Well, he was going door to door with it, and it was like I think it was ten bucks for the bottle, something like that. Yeah. Part of his pitch was you can drink it. Holy shit. And I was like, well, it's show that me. safe. It's that safe. You can drink it. Yeah. Oh, and so part of his thing wow. was he took a drink. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Hang on. I got to get Mitch. You got to see this. So Mitch comes downstairs. I'm like, check this out. This stuff's so safe. You can drink it. And he's like, yeah, he took another drink. And then our next, our new, our other roommate came in, Dan. We're like, dude, you got to see this. This guy's going to drink this stuff. It's so safe. We were and trying to find everybody. We're like, well, I just got he'd, he'd get real tentative. Like, and I was like, like oh, man. By the fifth or sixth one, he's like, oh, I'm taking the drink. Is the guy alive to this day? 
I don't know. He didn't make a sale that day. Well, the worst actually, part is we didn't buy it. Oh did we my not? god! I think that we did. Terrible. I think we did. We buy did. It. We like we like <laughs> pooled a little bit of cash together and we bought it from him. It actually worked really great. Yeah. But, um, well, you we must never have got a discount, it. right? Because wow. he drank half the bottle, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we never drank it, but he. Oh, and we made him clean a bunch of the stuff. We were like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Can you show, clean the spot? Show yeah. us the stove. Like our house was a mess. It was like one of those places that, like, at yeah. night when you came down to get a glass of water, you turn the lights on and all the roaches would freeze and then scurry. You know, it was like a blanket, and so um, we, we needed were, more cleaning yeah, products in our life. Yeah, we were like, clean the stove. See, <laughs> see how it works on the stove. See how it works on this spot. Wow, that works really great. See how it works on this spot. We just put that guy through the ringer. I do remember we did buy a All bottle of it. Wow. I'm going to remember that if somebody ever comes to my house wanting to sell me cleaner, I'll be like, come on in, let's see how it works. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Put them yeah. to work. Yeah, remember wow, that. That's so funny. your your packaging <laughs> peanut sales gig. Yeah. Did, yeah, actually, it, uh, it was made the same machine. This is kind of interesting, fun fact that makes Cheetos. You know the corn puffs. Yeah, it was the exact same machine, just modified to make cornstarch peanuts, shipping peanuts. Dude, I'm sorry, but that, that is scary AF. Like right. different instructions. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah. So the biggest issue we had with those, and we had to tell customers, don't store the bags on the floor because. Rodents killed them, right? Yeah. And we had a couple customers over the years that when I worked there, short three-year stint, that uh, would call up and, and complain that we were shipping mice in the, the bags of peanuts to them. And they were actually irate. Like, well, when it leaves our place, there's no, there, I trust me, there's not a mouse in it, but you need to quit storing them on the floor because it's a food source, right? So they're just yep. going in and imagine being a mouse and chewing through a little layer of plastic and getting into a, a bag of peanuts that's, you know, as tall as I am. But they're, and, made, but they're not food. They're made of styrofoam. No, no. The, the that's echo a corn. foam, it was a, a corn, corn starch. It's a corn starch. 100% okay. supposedly, kind of like you guys drinking it. They claim 100% biodegradable, but nothing really is 100% biodegradable. I mean, you have to have certain things to degrade products, right? Yeah. And they so put this a, started your passion for packaging? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to package the that, world. That started my stint in sales, and I okay. wanted to do uh, more than that. So I went to another packaging company that I could sell other products other than, I call them ghost farts now. I hate peanuts, man. I, just, <laughs> I have a, yeah. Anyway. Okay, we won't talk about peanuts anymore. <laughs> but I mean, your listeners could probably agree. When you open a package at home and you have peanuts go all over it's the place, right? it's a mess. It's everywhere, and I don't I believe mean, it really protects much oh, of God, anything. No. It's no. it's it's just a cheap void fill is all it is. Yeah. Okay. And uh, would you like to just give a, a formal apology to everyone you sold yeah, peanuts I, to? I I I apologize, <laughs> <laughs> especially yeah. if mice came you know with I, it. Right. Do do me a favor. Next time you get a package with peanuts in it, call the the company that sent that to you and complain. Because then that hopefully is less peanuts I have to sell now as a company. Because <laughs> when I look out my office window and I see a, a wall of peanuts, peanut. it drives oh, me crazy. We I still hate have it. customers that love peanuts. I hate oh, it. really? So people still peanuts. request them? Oh, they yeah. do. And it's stupid. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. You try to like ease yeah. them toward... And it's, and it's not a price thing. It's just a convenience. They just want peanuts. It's easy to throw in the box and get rid of it. Yeah. And at any rate. Um, anyway. Yeah. I, well, I, I was just trying to figure them. out how you got from being this this lonely, poor peanut salesman out yeah. hitting the streets to uh, to owning this, this big, beautiful company. Well, I look at it, I've, I've made one more right decision wrong. You know, I just, I was at the right place at the right time and uh, had an opportunity and more or less bought my sales territory. And 
Worked hard. Worked hard, and uh, yeah, yeah, definitely worked. We we sacrificed a lot we in did. the early days. I mean, uh, uh, being around you guys, uh, even now in current day, it's really apparent that you guys work hard. Just spending time at your house, you notice. Yeah. You know, even when we're hanging out yeah. and partying, you know, you guys are still waking up and going into the the shop and making sure that everything's running correctly, and you hire good people and you have good products, and it's just you can tell yeah. it's it's uh, it's a really well ran operation i appreciate that and i think the key is hiring the good people yeah, yeah. and you can tell and and they care oh. about you guys and they yeah. want to do a good job and they want to they want yeah. to uh you know make sure that you guys are you know they want to make money you want to make money yeah. everybody wants yeah. to make money no it's you know i i read a book years ago and and what i took out of it was successful business people uh hire people that are better than they are in their respective positions and that really rang true to me and so i have a CFO that's 10 times better than I would ever be. And I did that position for a while. I have, you know, operations manager that connects with the people a lot better than I did and, you know, just so on and so forth. And so I've surrounded myself with people that are better than I am. And I'm proud to be able to say that I'm one because, of them. and I've, you know, oh, absolutely, of course, I, of, course. of course. Oh my God, no! I mean, I got to give her props. I wouldn't be here without her. I mean, she's the glue that that's holds it all together. That's an amazing piece but, of advice, though. But that's you know, you really have to kind of. Let go of that control and put that trust in the people. Uh, and it's, it's easier said than done. I'm sure. Uh, because right I've been burned. Right we, we've had uh, people over the years take advantage of that. But we've mm-hmm. weeded through all that. Now I've got an executive team. We have an executive team. That's amazing. That is second to none, in my opinion, in our industry. Yeah. That's why we can be here for uh, BOA and, you know, I, I, the business runs itself and everybody's, uh, you know, Everybody, they're vested and yeah, they're bought in. Yeah, we put people in the position that makes sense for them. I mean, you yeah. can't take an accountant and make him an operations manager. It doesn't work. You have to have them in the right spots, and that's what we've done with our people. I'm a salesman at heart, and I was a CFO for a while. I was a you know, VP of operations, and I was in all these positions that I uh, wasn't great at. You know, I was, I'm, I'm, Do you feel like having, I, having experience in all those positions helps you absolutely. relate to them now? 100%. Absolutely. You know, going back to when I started in this industry as a truck driver, and then I went into sales support and so on. I have an extreme appreciation for all those positions to the point where we, we do a driver of the year award. You know, we do an office employee of the year mm-hmm. award. We do a, a manufacturing production employee of the year award. And, and it's because I've been in all those positions and I want to give them all an opportunity to be recognized. Appreciation. And appreciation, yeah. absolutely. And it's the little things like that that I think some companies get away from. Uh, and I, I refuse to do it. I just... That brings up a great yeah. point. I mean, I, I, do, I wasn't going to say it today, but Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting singer of the year in Wayland. <laughs> oh, man. Congratulations. Oh, man. I hope it comes with the plaque because stuff needs to go on my walls. Yeah. I really could I didn't something. want to ruin the surprise, but oh, you are singer of the year, Thank year you. in Wayland. Thank you very wow. much. Yep. Oh, my That's God. That's Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I beat out a lot of people. Wow. Uh, me, myself, and I. I mean, yeah. I saw that coming, but yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's an honor. It's you earned it. You really earned it this year. Thank you very much. Thank you. Don't let it go to your head. I won't. I won't. I'm going to keep working hard. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, so tell us about the new Boneyard stuff. Because you said you got some new products that you wished we would have had on the road. Oh, man. When we were hey. out. You, you know, the Concentrate is our flagship product. That's what we had with uh, us, right? Yeah, that's what yeah you, had. you guys had these. Which oh, is it, amazing. Yeah. It, it's great because you can use it as a marinade. Obviously, you can make Bloody Marys with it. You've got to mix it with Clamato or tomato juice. So there's another step. Um, people that just want to drink Bloody Marys, and we had a lot of those that just said, yeah, I just want a Bloody Mary mix. 
So we came out with a 32-ounce um, bottle that's uh, shake and serve, poured over ice, add your favorite spirit, whether it's tequila, vodka, rum, whiskey, whatever, mm. and you're good to go. And and I'm here to tell you, you don't need to add a, a thing. No. We got, our, we got our mild version. which Ice and booze. I love the mild because it, it's just a great flavor. The spicy's got a little more heat to it. And then our blazing hot is for those 20% of uh, those diehard guys that just are, want it hot, right? So it has Are a you little, guys a blazing hot? I'm not. I, 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 I'm weak. I can't do the blazing. I'll tell you what, though. The flavor is my favorite because it's got a little habanero and a little capsaicin extract, a little ghost pepper. Habanero it. is a, it's a weird it, thing because it's like it, so fucking hot, but you want more of it. And, and it, and it Yeah, I would agree with that. It's weird because we added that. And the... I don't know what it is, but it almost gives it a little bit of a smoky flavor. Don't look at me. I, I, I haven't tried it. it. You haven't tried it? <laughs> no. So nope. what I've been doing as of late is I have I mix the mild with the blazing. So I can get the uh, flavor of the blazing, but I don't get the heat of the blazing. That's great. And it's funny because there's never going to be one size that fits all, one you know, one drink for everybody. But the blazing, to me, is too hot. And then we have people that say that's not hot at all I yeah want it hotter. it's crazy so i think there might be yeah. a fourth product out there that's just gonna say you know try it if you dare or, you know yeah <laughs> uh, it's funny because culture um drinks the blazing and the first time he tried it he had his first glass and he was kind of turned red and he's like oh yeah this is good and then the second one he just literally had just sweat running down his face and he and likes he, it hot he loves yeah, it that's yeah. the only one he'll drink and i'm really? just we, i've never even tried it because i don't do spicy so yeah. some like it hot and some sweat <laughs> when they drink your mix yeah, no. Like there you it. Go. Yeah. You're welcome. Like it. You're welcome. Like that. That's I perfect. That. You probably have to pay royalties to someone else. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Mitch was, uh, when we first started playing gigs, <laughs> oh, no. I don't know why, but every bar we would go play, Mitch would order hot wings, and he'd be sweating bullets before it. the show. I why, can't. why did that? Why did I don't that? know why I did that. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen anything like I it. I never know. saw someone sweat from food before. <laughs> Just drenched. That's great. <laughs> and it wouldn't make the show any better. Yeah. You know, it would make, you know, that first tour was all about learning what not to eat. Yeah. All there across the board, like what not to eat in the morning, what not to eat in the afternoon, what not to eat before a show, what not to eat to eat before you go to bed. It was just like, you know, we were doing our best because we were, it was pretty bare bones to say the least. But um, when someone would offer me free wings, it was like, oh yeah, yes. I'll take, oh yeah. Right. And give me, give it to me hot. And I just, you know, I don't do that anymore. I don't even do that on like a regular day. That's great. I try not to at least. We had wings yeah. last night. That was probably the first oh. time I had them in a, for yeah ever, since tour. Ever, yeah. They were good. Yeah, they Joshua were good. Tree Saloon. That was a damn good place. That man. was fun. Yeah, that's that our local good. our local yeah. hang because we we usually walk down there. Yeah, great it's, place. It is too hot to walk. And yeah. those wings were just right. They weren't too. They hot. were just no, right. I mean, even the good. hot ones. Yeah. Even though yeah. I don't know if I could do a whole yeah. basket of them because. But yeah. a couple of them I yeah. really enjoyed. They're really good. Yeah, good it was place. Good food down there. Are you guys? Because for a while you were flying around the country uh, testing a bloody beer. Did yeah. Ever turn yeah. out? Or is it? Oh is it man, how much time we got? <laughs> <laughs> There's no the simple. No time and, the, the simple and short answer is, or or the short and long story, long story short, or what does what does uh, Trevor always say? Short story long. Short story long. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's great. Uh, we're going to do it again. I'm going to put that out there. It, we just partnered up at the wrong um, brewery, and they looked at it more as a blow and go, and, and they, they didn't have the quality standards that I like, that I was, you know, again, 
it's not if I, I want something excellent and I want something good. Yeah. And they they tweaked a few things on us midstream and didn't let us know. And then we actually had some cans that were exploding and that was fun. It um it was it was very frustrating. I, I wouldn't think of these issues coming up. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard yeah. to get that flavor yeah. and put it in a can because I'll drink yeah. a red beer. I love a good red beer with yeah. our What is mix. that? So you take your favorite beer and you pour some bloody pour some, mix in it? Yeah, pour okay. some of the boneyards in it, make a red beer. I love it personally with Corona. It's awesome. Yeah. But getting that flavor, having somebody brew that flavor was really hard. Mm. So when we had our beer, it wasn't one that I... I didn't like it because mm. I'm very particular, but I don't drink beer either yeah. unless it's with Boneyard. So it was really hard for me. Is but it possible to partner with a company like Corona or are they too they're big? They're probably too big for us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They'd probably just say, so hey, we'll just buy it. a smaller it. brewery? Or? Yeah. Like well, a craft brewery. Yeah. A craft brewery that, that would want to get behind Is it. Is that big in Utah? Because it's it is, huge actually. in Grand Rapids, yes. Michigan. Yeah. It's huge out here. It's yeah. huge in Asheville, North Carolina, where my parents live. Yeah. I think it's big nationwide. Yeah, I mean, craft more breweries, more. Have, the microbreweries have just taken off. So maybe we missed the boat. I mean, we were, uh, what, it's two years now. Well, it might make so. it easier yeah. to find someone but, that's willing to yeah. work on it, is, is all I Possibly. Think yeah, we're hoping But the too. seltzers are taking off now. There's yeah. a lot of other products taking off. But I still think there's a... There's a market for it. Obviously, Budweiser makes the Bud Light uh, Clamato. That's right. They don't do anything yeah. unless they make a, a fortune on right. it, right? So, and to me, that's I drink that, and it's like drinking pure sodium. Those cheladas are not. Uh, very, it's just it's yeah. so um, sodium rich that I, I I think we can do better. Yeah. It's really cool to hear how how much thought and energy is put into everything you guys put out. I love that about you guys. Oh, I appreciate that. Even with the little, the silly stuff you put out around it, like the, uh, you know, the chapstick. <laughs> the and boner the, all the, boner glide. Yeah, all the goofy stuff. It yeah. all kind of plays into it. I love that. It is kind of weird, though. I'm, I'm going to just admit, you know, when we, we get an order online for like 30 tubes of boner glide, it's it's chapstick, <laughs> and, and and they don't buy anything else. You think It's crazy. Wait a minute. And then we have, we have uh, boner responsibly condoms that we... Uh, because bone responsibly is trademarked, and we that that's was our tagline. That was uh-huh. tough, by the way, to get that trademark. They that they, they did not want to issue that. It was also tough for uh, us to park the bus in a church parking lot. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. did yeah. not go well. Yeah, yeah, no. Or in a Walmart down yeah. in Alabama. Locked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. But that's uh, funny. so you know, even the condoms were meant as just a, a giveaway when we do events, and then we'd have people come in and want to buy them. So we actually sell them now. And I have people come so in I, just for condoms, I and question, I have one guy just for Boner Glide. His wife sends him in every couple months to buy tubes of Boner Glide. <laughs> wow! It's, and I'm like, hey, it's money. Well, well good but, for you. That's why I like you know, to say, the, good for you guys. The yep. end game is is to promote and move our mix, and here we are selling other things. But it's fun. You it know, is fun. It's a lifestyle brand. Yeah, you know? there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah it yeah, is. Absolutely, that's cool. It's a lot of fun. And so, so. where is all? So like, let's say if I live in Michigan and I want some, what do I do? Go to boneresponsibly.com. Yep. Boneresponsibly.com. And so yep. all the new products are there. Yep. And you ship this stuff. We do. Oh, yeah. Not yep. in packaging peanuts. No. Absolutely not. No. No. You will not receive peanuts. You'll actually get it in a beautiful box. And if packet Coulter, Heidi's son does an amazing job. That's um, his department? Yep. Yeah. Okay. He takes a lot of pride in, in the, 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 the packages that he ships he out. He does. Oh, that's so cool. That is and cool. And being a... We're we're in a packaging company building, and so we have the finest, you, latest, and greatest. Culture packaging won't let products, me help so. package the the orders. Really? Because, no, because we have our special tape, and it's water activated. It's got boneyards, the logo all over it. Looks really good on our boxes. And if I put the tape on the box crooked, he gets mad at me, and then he takes it off. He's like, "Mom, just 
go do something else. Don't you have a bank wreck to do or something? I'm like, fine, you ship the orders. He literally won't let me help. That's got to be cool to see him take pride in that and take some yeah. ownership over it. It is cool. It's awesome. Yeah, he yeah. won't let me help. He's having fun with it. It's cool. Yeah, he likes it. He's really sad that we haven't got to do any events this year because of the whole COVID thing. But you guys are yeah. very active with events, from, yeah. from rock and roll concerts to Sturgis country and all of it and i think i think the one common denominator that really connected us wasn't necessarily packing it wasn't boneyards bloody blends it was rock and roll music absolutely it was was. music and that's where we really bonded i i mean through the years i can think of how many times we sat in front of the television watched a concert or blasted a record while we were hanging out partying or hanging out in the morning introducing our each other to new music and new bands and stuff like that you guys' passion for music Mm -hmm. is infectious and and just I don't know, being around people like you as a band, it always reminds us really quick why we are doing it. Like That's why awesome. because it's yeah. really apparent like how much rock and roll has affected you guys. And um and it's clear because you guys show that appreciation every day of your life. And um so I just I, I obviously feel really lucky to know you guys, but what is it about what is it about uh rock and roll what is it about music that that made you guys want to be involved with bands and made you want to get involved with people that were making music do you want me to answer that or do you well, i could i could go off for hours on yes, that yes you you probably could cuz you have the gift of gab go uh, ahead oh you go ahead no for me the music the music for me it's the lyrics I want to hear, I, I like the sound of the music, but I want the song to touch my soul. So listening, singing along with the lyrics, having a song that I connect with, that's what it is for me. And then meeting awesome people that put that out there. It's, I don't know, I don't know that I Wayland, can really... Spongle. <laughs> Spongle's a whole different yeah. <laughs> thing. We, we, we had a major desert, Spongle <laughs> session last night. Yeah, but it's... That it would, yeah. yeah. It's all about connecting with the song for me. I'm like a football, but somebody has moved the, the goalposts. Goal oh, <laughs> you just I gave away. In, I was impressed you got that. <laughs> um, you know, for me, um, I love music, but I can't play an instrument. So I'm just, I'm just in awe of, of how you guys do it and what you do. And then having kind of a business mind, when I met Royal Bliss and then, and then you guys, I really wanted to kind of learn your business and understand it and and I felt like I could help, you know, but your business is very crazy and I'm not a big fan of the music industry as a whole. I think it's, it, it, there's just some things about it. I'm not, we don't need to go into that. But, no, for sure. It's just but weird. connecting the music to you guys and then the love, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about this because you guys have, have shared so much with us and being able True. to tour with you and see what you go through and how you interact with your fans how hard you guys work. I mean, trust me, I can't work as hard as you guys do. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do what you guys do. So I have just a uh, huge, huge admiration respect. and respect for you guys. Um, I, I really, so it just connected and, and we're going to be friends for life. You know, that is it, true. it's, uh, um, it was everything from backstage to being on the bus to seeing how uh, you guys were before your show and then after and everything in between yeah. was a real eye opener for us. It was. That's so cool. Yeah, you know, just, yeah, everything from There's the way. There's a lot you that guys, goes into it that people don't see. <clears throat> oh my see. God. Everybody yeah. sees what they can see. Nobody gets to really see what goes on backstage and on the bus and all that stuff. 
And when you guys cleared us out, you know, 30 minutes before the show, I thought, oh, my God. And then you're in there warming up and practicing. And, yeah. Because you, it's your job. It's you're, you're wanting to put on the best show you can for your fans. Yep. Do you, and, know, do you uh, know why we feel that way? Because we love it so that's much. That's amazing. You know? And you can, you can tell. Yeah. You can yeah. tell. You know, that care yeah. comes from, I don't think it, it's so interesting. You know, there's like that care that's like comes from a place of control and like I need it to be like this and I need it to be like this. And then there's this other part of it that is just like we have this deep love for connecting with people that are loving the music and, and that's, yeah. that's the reason why. And uh, I think that resonates with us and it resonates with our heroes whenever we meet them. It's like the, that common denominator when we meet yeah. other musicians in that, in that regard. Right. And hopefully I can share one other thing is, you know, what was amazing with you guys is after your show, and I don't know, a lot of your fans probably know this, but you guys would have a debrief after your show and talk about, hey, what could we improve on? What, you know, what did we do wrong or what, can, you know, and that blew me away, too, because most people just see you get off stage, you sign some autographs, you're off to the next show and you're, you know, they don't see what goes on after the show. And that was so cool to be a part of, to hear you guys critique yourselves and push yourselves and say, you know what, it was a good show, but we can do better. That I love that. Cool. I, I have an amazing amount of respect for that. Yeah, and we, and we feel lucky that we're able to do that. We've also yeah. been in positions backstage where we see bands that are trying to do that, and one guy in the band is like, no, I don't want to hear that right yeah, now. I yeah. don't want <clears throat> to go down that road i think both of us work really hard to stay open to i want to say criticism or constructive criticism but it's yeah. not even criticism it's like both of us are on the same page like we want it to be better next time yeah. and most likely if he's giving me a note i know that where that note is it's just reiterating what needs to happen to make that better you know that's awesome well yeah. thank you guys for i mean your enthusiasm and your passion and your support over the last few years, you guys have definitely been a huge part of us finding our way. You've, you've impacted our career and our lives, and, and we just can't thank you enough for that. And thank you for being on the podcast and coming to the Desert House. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm coming back, cool. man. Yeah. This is a cool way place cool. you have here. Yeah, very special. The vibe and the energy yeah. is just amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Love it. Love it. So you're welcome, but yes. thank you. You're welcome. As well. We love you guys. You've been listening to Finding Our Way, the official podcast of the band Wayland. Visit www.waylandtheband.com for everything Wayland.